You're listening to the world-famous Chick Whisperer Podcast. And now, here's your host, Scott McKay. Here we are, episode number 44 of the World Famous Chick Whisper podcast. Got a big show planned for you today, as always. With me is one of the world-class experts on helping guys just like you and me get more oral sex from the women in our lives, among other things that he teaches. Why is that important? Well, because the topic of today's show is I can't get no satisfaction. Why did I call the show that? Well, simply put... I think it's a worldwide pandemic problem that guys just are hard up when it comes to sex. It doesn't matter whether you're single, married, or even dating several women at once. It just seems like guys have this huge block. I don't know what kind of block it is, mental block or otherwise, when it comes to getting the amount of sex we want. I don't know if we just think women don't want to have sex with us. We talk ourselves out of it. Uh, we get too psyched out. It's the old uh, too good to be true factor coming back to haunt us again for the thousandth time. But we're going to get down to the bottom of that today. And with me, like I said, is a wonderful guest. He hails from Seattle, Washington, where he just told me it's a beautiful, sunny day today, of all things. Well, Michael Fiore, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Scott. Happy to be here. Oh, I'm happy to have you here, too. Mm -hmm. In addition to teaching guys in your program, your new program, which is a buzz all over the world, it was released a couple weeks ago, and it's just a sensation, called mm -hmm. Oral Fixation, which I'm happy to say I named for you. You did, you did indeed, yes. yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It just seemed like the name of that product was right, because what you're doing is you're teaching guys how to fix a situation where they're not getting oral sex from the mm -hmm. woman in their lives. So I want to talk to you all about that, and plus you have other products guys should know about and other areas of expertise, like texting your wife into bed, which is mm -hmm. the name of another one of your products. Yep. Now, man, you know, I am not a proponent of using text messaging as a replacement for what should be a conversation. I mean, I know too many guys who have ruined relationships because of these long, drawn-out, lugubrious, sad sack conversations over text about why didn't you call me back and do you still love me and stuff like that. That just kills relationships. But I agree, yeah. If there was ever a great way to use texting with a woman. It's to kind of interject little sexual zingers into each other's lives that just make everything a little bit more hot. So mm -hmm. yeah, tell us a little bit more about what you know about that first. So, so text your wife into bed, I came up with uh, probably a year or so ago and it, it kind of, you know, it took off like crazy. Um, and the core idea behind that one is that uh, a couple of things. One is that women in general respond to imagery and language uh, in a really powerful sexual way. You know, guys, as guys, we're basically turned on by, by what we see. You know, you see a hot chick in a bikini, you get a heart on, you're really turned on. It kind of goes from there. And women, of course, are different. Not a really big surprise to anybody who's lived with women in their life for any amount of time. For women, sexuality is 99.99% mental. It's all about the imagery. It's it's all about the storytelling. If you look at what actually turns women on, what I call porn for women, it's all things like romance novels, chick movies, things like that. And what happens in romance novels is all about the language, it's all about the passion, it's all about the feelings. And what I discovered, uh, especially back when I was single, was that by using text messages with women I just met and then later on with, women, with a woman I'm in a relationship with now, I could basically uh, you know, turn her on by remote control. That during the course of the day when we weren't able to spend time together when I was at work, when she was at work, when we had stuff going on, I could basically narrate these really intense, wonderful little sexual fantasies to her, have her squirming in her seat wherever she might be, and get her so turned on that when we finally did meet up, she basically ripped my clothes off. And I ended up sharing a lot of these techniques, these language patterns, these stories, these various types of language that we use with different guys, and they kept coming back to me and saying, Michael, uh, you know, me and my wife have been in a total 
well, right, we haven't had sex in a couple of months now. I used what you said. I typed these messages in and all of a sudden she's totally turned on again. It's like we're freshly married again and went from there. Um, and it's really been amazing. The number of testimonials and stories I hear from people saying that simply by using text messaging, they're able to really do this amazing thing for their relationship and just have more sex, have better sex, get laid more, um, which I think we all want. You know, women actually do have very, very high sex drives. Women get more sexual with age, not less sexual. So, Isn't that amazing? The whole yeah. idea you're talking about, this all-day foreplay that women mm-hmm. just wish they had more of. Maybe men wish they had more sex. Mm-hmm. Women well, wish I, guys would warm them up more often, longer periods of time throughout the yeah. whole day. Well, this is almost like cheating, right? It means like what what guys say to me is like, oh man, Michael, this is great because, you know, when I see her, all I want to do is throw her down and, and, you know, have sex with her. Um, but she always wants me to slow down. She wants me to, you know, like stroke her and get her turned on and talk to her. But when I use your stuff, I've already done that during the day. So when she's within a few feet of me, it's on, you know, she's ready to go. She's already primed. It's like, it's, it's almost like, you know, it's, it's the cold winter outside and you go outside and turn the engine on and go have a cup of coffee. And when you come back, the car's ready to go. It's the same kind of thing, but with a, with a woman. You know, I think one of the things that you're touching upon right now mm-hmm. is one of those big reasons why guys are so hard up. And oh, I've said yeah. this before in my newsletters, at least. Most people, men or women, go about their dating lives trying to get what they want mm-hmm. without any regard for what's actually going to work with members of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. In other words, Guys want to get their wicks wet. That's what we want. So, you know, what can I do to make that happen as soon as possible? Mm -hmm. Relax. Start getting inside a woman's mind and realize what she wants. And if you're one of these few guys who figures out that if he starts, you know, kind of reverse engineering the process from a woman's perspective, for lack of a better way to put it, or Mm -hmm. frankly, for a guy's way to put the process, Mm -hmm. you're going to be much more successful. I think perhaps what you've just kind of alluded to is the first big way for guys to get more sex. And that's start thinking like a woman, at least in terms of what she wants from us sexually. You talked about romance novels. Mm -hmm. Romance novels are essentially female porn because it fires their imagination. There's something to that. And Mm -hmm. you know, it's what you just mentioned. I also think there's a large portion, Scott, to what makes the texting thing work and what makes all the stuff that I teach guys work is that you got to start seeing the seduction of women as an ongoing thing and see it as a game, right? Like a woman is not going to just be like all turned on when she sees you getting out of the shower because like men, women don't look at men the same way that men look at women, of course. We're just not turned on the same way except for gay guys, of course. But like you have to do the work. You know, women have an incredible depth of sexuality. Once you get a woman turned on, um, she'll go to places that we as men have a really hard time getting to ourselves, but you have to get her turned on. With, with guys, we walk around and we pretty much imagine having sex with every single attractive woman we see. And the mistake that guys make is they think women are like that too. They think that women have like this, you know, immediate visceral reaction just to seeing people. It isn't the way it works. Instead for women, it's all about the context and it's all about the story and it's all about the sensuality and it's all about feeling the two most powerful words you can use in texting, but also in your language in general, when talking to a woman are the words imagine and feel right. The words imagine and feel. Can you imagine how good it's going to feel when you feel my fingers will slowly go going down your neck, my tongue on your skin, my teeth slightly grazing against you. You feel your hips pushing back against me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And going through from there. Um, the other really powerful thing I teach in text your wife that I think is actually worth talking about is a, the concept of you in the text that you're sending to your wife, your girlfriend, the woman you just picked up, the cute barista, whoever it is, um, are narrating her experience and her reaction to you. Right, which can be a hard concept for guys to get around. You're not just saying, I do this to you, I do this to you. You're narrating to her exactly how she reacts. So you say something like along the lines of, you know, if you were here right now, you would, you know, see me slowly walk across the room to you. You would feel my fingernails across your skin. You would feel this incredible heat building up in your body. You would feel your hips slowly moving, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right? I'm not basically saying, hey, I do this. What do you do? I'm saying I do this and here's how you react. Right. And by doing that, you show an incredible level of positive dominance, which women get insanely turned on by. You know, I think every man should go pick up a romance novel. Oh, God, yes. Oh, God, yes. As painful as it seems. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, they can be somewhat entertaining. I mean, if you let 
yourself really get into it, you can go, man, this would be kind of really hot if it was happening in real mm-hmm, life. Mm-hmm. I don't know where we got off track. I don't mm-hmm. even think it's like letting our feminine side come out or something weird like that. I think we just, you know, we rush to the buffet line. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just the way guys are. And I've said it time and again, you know, if guys would just relax and enjoy every single facet of femininity, mm-hmm. their sex lives, their lives in general would be so much more enriched. Mm-hmm. I think there's something else I want you to comment on regarding sure, yeah. texting before we move on to our voicemail. Yeah. One thing that's come up in conversations with guys and other podcasts, other interviews I've done is that women have this naughty side that they're dying to have. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, and yes. Society, you know, brands women sluts if they're naughty or sexual. But, you know, once they feel safe and comfortable with you, which of course is one of my big four factors that causes a woman to feel real attraction for you is how safe mm-hmm. and comfortable she mm-hmm. feels with you genuinely. She wants to come out and be playful. You know, mm-hmm. you're talking about this all day long thing where you're kind of keying a woman up and you're bringing out that playfulness in a woman. And I have this very simple equation. Playfulness equals horniness. If you can get a woman to be playful with you, she is going to be horny for you. And that kind of goes hand in hand with the whole naughtiness thing. So if you can send these sexual zingers to a woman when she's teaching a second grade class mm-hmm. or she's in the middle of a board meeting or it's somewhere so completely, utterly inappropriate for her to be thinking those thoughts while the real world is going on around her, then she's going to feel like something naughty is happening. Like if the rest of this room knew what you had just texted me, it would be just a scandal. You know, yes, yes. when that happens, that really gets women hot and bothered. Too. It becomes a really, really hot game for them. Right. Yes. Like the idea, you know, but, but here's the deal, Scott, like most people spend their entire lives or their entire day anyway, insanely bored. Oh, right. No, we're, especially we're, work. Yeah. We're, we're all insanely bored. We're at work. I mean, I, I happen to enjoy my job because I get to do cool stuff like this. But most people have to spend their whole day doing stuff they don't really want to want to do, trying to find ways to distract themselves. And they're like, oh, I'm going to go on Facebook. I'm going to do this. I'm going to check the sports course. I'm going to do all this kind of stuff to keep myself from doing my job. Um, but this way, you're basically you're the one who's distracting this woman, and you're making her feel insanely desired and wanted. A lot of a woman's sexual power comes from being desired, right? From being a woman who can inspire a man to feel this incredible level of lust. I always tell guys, never, ever apologize for your sexuality. Right? Oh, heck no. Never, ever apologize for your desire. I, this happens with guys all the time. They're, they're like, oh, yeah, my girlfriend doesn't have as high of a sex drive as I do, and I feel bad because I'm so horny all the time, and there's something wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with you. Your sexual desire is a positive thing. And women, again, they have an incredible depth of desire that you can wake up over time. You can spend your time doing it. You have to do a little bit of work. You know, Okay, a little bit of work. I mean sending four or five text messages during the day. It sounds like work. But you have to do a little bit of put a little bit of effort into it. But when you do, you rev her up to an insane degree. And something you were talking about before, Scott, is the idea of um, you know slut shaming and, and things like that. I, one of the things I teach is the idea of giving a woman permission to be your slut. Mm. Permission to be your slut. Women are, in general, looking for a man who is confident enough and powerful enough to say, you can do and feel anything you want with me, and it's going to be okay. Right. You're not going to be judged. I'm not going to say anything bad about you if you, you know, want me to pull your hair and bend you over the couch and all these kind of things. You open up this fantasy world with her. I like using texting for it because with texting, you can do this kind of dirty channel with a woman and you can create this alternate reality fantasy world where she can really do and be anything. She can be the most sexual, powerful creature in the world. And what I find is if you do your job right using texting and really, you know, establish this, this alternate reality, this fantasy for her, that when she gets in a room with you, she'll want to make that fantasy a reality. Right? You know, there's several things you're talking about there that I want to comment on. Sure. The first is this whole idea of guys neutering themselves <laughs> and being ashamed of their sexuality. Yeah. Women want a man who's sexual because they really do want to have sex, but we can't see beyond this mm-hmm. social shield, as it were, of mm-hmm. women just having to kind of put that under wraps in the name of quote unquote respectability. But under there is a woman who wants to be ravished by a guy. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. And she wants to be taken. Yeah. Taken. Is exactly. Like the most powerful thing. You know, and that's mm-hmm. such a dangerous word to use in this, mm-hmm. this 
day and age of date rape and whatever, mm-hmm. but it is really mm-hmm. amazing how once they feel safe and comfortable with you, they want you to be physically dominant. They want you to take them. They want good hard sex, mm-hmm. but they're not going to tell you this on the first date. They're not mm-hmm. even going to indicate it. They're going to let you discover that through feeling safe and comfortable with them. That's yep. And I'm also, and also testing them a little bit. As a guy, it's your job to kind of push the barrier a little. But if you go into it with a any sexual relationship or relationship with a woman from a place of positivity and from a place of saying, we're going to have a really, really good time together and you're going to have a fantastic experience, having that frame in your mind um, really opens up a lot of possibilities with the women in your life. Yeah. Another thing you talked about was this whole idea of priming women throughout the day. Yeah. To be sexual towards you. You know, guys mm-hmm. are out there sending five, six dozen roses to women at work, <laughs> mm-hmm. thinking yeah. that's going to get in their good graces. Send them mm-hmm. five or six texts instead mm-hmm. that actually get under their skin a little bit and let their senses tingle. Mm-hmm. Try something a little more human instead of just trying to buy a woman's in- infection. Great. Instead <laughs> of just trying to buy a woman's affection or whatever, go ahead and just light the fire. Go ahead and be a little brave. Say some things that may actually get her to think of you as a sexual human being for a change. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On a date, stop talking about the weather. Stop talking about what you heard on the news talk channel on the way over. Stop being so scared that she's going to figure out you have a penis that gets hard sometimes. <laughs> and freaking say, you are all woman. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. You know, say something like that on a date. You don't have to say, gee, I'd love to have sex with you, but just do something that acknowledges she's female and you're male. And I just gave right. you a perfect example. And just be, on, and be on, unapologetic about it as well. Oh, right? that's, that's right. That's the key thing. Again, never be ashamed of your sexuality. Never be ashamed of where you're kind of going with these kind of things. Women want to be desired and they're constantly testing us to see if you can be a guy who can kind of step up and actually do that or not. And most guys are too ashamed to. You can blame society. You can blame anything. I, I feel like we're in this post-feminist culture now, right? We're like, you know, we're like, I'm, I'm I actually consider myself a feminist. I'm very, very pro women. I think women are fantastic and, and wonderful and lovely, and um, you know should strive as high as they can strive and you know, things like that. But the mistake people make is feeling like men and women are the same now, right? Oh, we are not the same. Gosh. We are totally different creatures. And women, you know, that dynamic between men and women is still there. Women still want men who are strong and powerful and attractive. Men still want women who are soft and willowy and receptive and all those kind of things. And you have to just kind of acknowledge that fact and go with it as opposed to trying to push against it so much. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's got to be sexual polarity. My wife, of course, is a world-class dating coach. Mm -hmm. She has a lot of women she helps. The vast majority of them do not know how to represent themselves as a feminine human being. Either they feel that's demeaning, they feel that masculinity and femininity are outdated memes, but they're not getting the kind of man they want. And that's why. Mm -hmm. It's the exact mirror image of what guys are struggling with when they neuter themselves. Mm-hmm. The third thing that you said that I want you to go ahead and comment just briefly on, because I think there's something to it, is you talk mm-hmm. about making this whole idea of seducing a woman, no matter how long you've known her, by the way, mm-hmm. a game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think game is one of the most unfortunate words in the entire realm of dating advice because mm-hmm. it has been made synonymous with the game. Oh, God, yes. yeah. And yeah. the game, gaming women, your game, all that stuff is completely different than this whole idea of making something a game so that you can incite playfulness. The mm-hmm. game has to do with kind of, you know, seeing if you can swindle or trick people into giving them what you want. It's kind of a competition-like game between us and them, as it were. That's why it's such an unfortunate usage of the word and how it's become so ubiquitous in that particular definition. Because what you're talking about is all important to attraction, and it's Mm -hmm. been utterly lost vis-a-vis the whole idea of gaming women. Could you comment just a little bit more on this whole idea of making a fun game that gets her playfulness factor going? Um, it's just about making it fun, making it something enjoyable for both of you. Getting into it, putting some energy into the seduction of her, you know. Actually, and actually, you know, it's just funny. Like one of the things that makes my girlfriend such a, an incredible woman for me is that she makes me pursue her. Right? She understands that the fact that I need to pursue her to a certain degree, that I need to work for it when I want to, you know, get her into bed and have a really good time um, most of the time, um, is what makes it really fun. And that being pursued by me is something that's really fun for her. We don't just sit there. 
there and say, okay, we've been together for you know a year and a half now. Let's just crawl into bed and have some really boring sex and go from there. Like even last night, she kind of denied me a little bit, and that made it fun for me. It made it made it as fun as playing a video game for me to say, okay, what do I have to do to really get her turned on right now? What tr- what what do I have in my bag of tricks that's going to make that smile crawl across her face? And I ended up using some really interesting quasi hypnotic stuff at that point, um, and getting some really great results with her. Right, and but thanks just for like, putting your phone on vibrate. By the way, yes, I, I noticed. I noticed you just heard that. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably her. Yeah, it could be. I calling to, to play up. hard to get. I just had to pick up the microphone. The microphone off the table. I was like, oh darn it. Um, her ears anyway, are burning. That's what. Yeah, happened. exactly. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, it's just about like you know really getting into the excitement of it, keeping that thing. You know, when you first start dating a woman, it is a game to a certain degree, right? You don't know each other. You're getting into it. You're kind of going from there. And then when you're with somebody for a little bit longer, you still got to put that energy in. You have to remind yourself to say, okay, what can I do today to throw her off balance a little bit? What can I send to her over text messages that's going to make her shocked and kind of feel this. T- tingle through her entire body, right? So many couples, especially folks who, you know, bisexual your wife have been together for a while. They write me and they say, Michael, I, I can't believe the reaction she had. I sent her two texts and she lit up like a Roman candle. Why? Because she's starved for that attention. She is starved for that appreciation, for that desire. And if you can give it to her, she'll, she'll react really well every single time. You bet. You mm-hmm. bet. I think it's time for us to jump into our voicemail. Let's this, do it. Uh, Terra Incognito for this show. We usually don't do the uh, voicemail at the middle part of mm-hmm. the show, but we're going to do it right here. Right. Maybe you better get that, man. I can't <laughs> find it. I can't find my phone. Where it's not like man, she, it's not. She wants that t- nooner really badly. I know it's not even on the table. I don't know where it is that it's vibrating. But it is lunchtime. I think she's it saying, is. "Honey, can I come home and Harry. have you text me into bed?" You know. It was on the chair underneath the table. That's what it was. Okay. And heck with the text. She's just picking up the phone and calling. You totally. guys are past texting. It's like, you know, uh, dirty talk me into bed over the phone. Phone <laughs> sex me into bed. That should be your follow-up program. That's a good one, actually. I should. Phone sex your wife into bed. I've got so many possible programs at this point. It's, it's too, uh, too ah, right. You and me. You and yeah. me both. Okay. So we have a great voicemail here. This comes from Brian in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's actually mm-hmm. where my parents live in suburban Charlotte, North Carolina. Great city. And uh, here's what he has to say. Hi, Scott. This is Brian in Charlotte. What do you do when you meet a woman and there's immediate mutual attraction, but there's no time to follow through? For example, uh, you meet a cute cashier at a very busy store. Uh, there's really no time to chat because she's on the job and you don't want to hold up the line. So what do you do in that sort of situation? Thank you. Well, you know, Michael, I don't know if you're a big fan of the most interesting man in the world commercials from those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're good commercials. Yeah. yeah. Heineken has actually come up with an answer to one that Emily really likes, but mm-hmm. In response, I think, to Heineken's new uh, commercials, uh, there's a new slate of uh, most interesting man in the world commercials, and I think they've uh, they've outdone themselves. One of them starts off with the most interesting man in the world on speed dating, and he basically has girls all over him, of course. And he just looks into the camera and says something to the effect of, because women don't see speed as a virtue in a man. <laughs> And of course, we know what he's talking about. You know, he's talking about the subject of this whole podcast, basically, and that's, of course, riotously funny. But I tell you what, if there's ever a time where you got to think on your feet and be Mm -hmm. quick, it's with what Brian's talking about. I mean, here Mm -hmm. you got this cashier, and you know, I've had this happen to me. I think Mm -hmm. every guy can relate to this. You're in a position where you've got ten people in line behind you, and the gal at the Target or the gal at you know, I remember one time there was this little Hispanic chick at Pep Boys. Mm-hmm. Pep Boys. I mean, how do you get a cute gal working at Pep Boys, right? I don't know. And I mean, I just I wanted her. I mean, mm-hmm. I just that girl needed to go for a ride on my motorcycle. <laughs> and I remember specifically blowing that whole situation sky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No pun intended, based on your, you know. Yeah, yeah. My, my other concept, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember having to go back to the store, hoping she would be working there at a time like midday or something when, you know, it wouldn't be so busy as like rush hour, yeah. just to talk to her. And so, man, I can not only commiserate with this guy's thoughts here, I've actually thought about this process. And of course, I've figured it all out. What would you tell him? 
The worst thing you could do is get too kind of anxious in that moment and be like, oh my God, this girl is here. What am I going to do? Kind of go from there. You know, one core concept about being successful with women in general is to realize there's plenty of beautiful, fantastic, sexy, lovely women out there in the world, right? So keep your calm is the main thing and realize that if you do blow it, if you do kind of walk away um, and not actually get her number or not actually get any kind of response from her, that's kind of okay. Like it's not actually that big of a deal. And that's actually, you know, just by realizing that in the moment and being calm in it, you'll actually increase your chance of success in the moment as well. But at the, at the time, it's really just a matter of kind of, I think, um, being bold in the moment, right? Being bold, acknowledging the situation. And again, you don't have a lot of time. I think you just kind of say something like along the lines of, um, you know, you're really beautiful. Here's my number. Call me in a really confident, simple way. You don't have a lot of time for a lot of like, you know, gaming at that point. You don't have a lot of time for um, a lot of BS, as it were. You have to kind of go the more direct route for it. Yeah, I think a lot of times we as guys forget women are human. Yeah, They can so. reason. They can read mm-hmm. a situation the way mm-hmm. we can too. Mm-hmm. She knows that you look into each other's eyes and there's something there. She mm-hmm. probably wants to meet you as much as you her. She knows just like you, A, she's on the clock. Yep. She's supposed to be working. B, there's people waiting in line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, exactly. Just go for it at that point. You I think you do. I think and add some, add some thrill to her. She's bored out of her mind at oh, work, right? If you do your job right, if you give her that little smile, if you kind of, you know, hand her your number in a really direct way with a smile and say, you know, when you get out of this hellhole, give me a call, um, she'll have that all day. Even if that connection was only relatively minor in the moment, by the end of the day, when she's been, you know, bagging groceries all day or doing, or being a cashier all day, she has all this time to build that up and build that up and build that up. Yeah, but unless she's brain dead and not worth getting to know anyway, she realizes you've got 10 seconds to do this. Exactly. Yeah. Women love bold, confident guys. Mm -hmm. Just lay it on the line. Say to her, look, I can tell there's 10 people behind me in line. Your boss is probably watching you, but I have got to have a conversation with you. I like you. Mm -hmm. Here's a pen. Write your number on the back of my receipt. I will call you. What time do you get off work? Mm -hmm. Seven, eight. I'll Mm -hmm. call you then. And then do it. It takes... 15 seconds to have that conversation. And here's a little hint also, Brian. Mm -hmm. If the person directly behind you in line can't leave a freaking romantic moment alone for 15 seconds, then screw them, literally. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, what the heck, dude? You could be meeting your dream woman there. This person can wait 15 seconds. And, of course, the truth of the matter is it kind of comes back down to human nature. Just like if you're cool to a woman, she's not going to turn around and throw a martini in your face. <laughs> if you're creating something really cool with the woman behind the counter, you know, whether she's a grandma behind you, a 30 year old guy, you got to respect that. And they're going to enjoy watching it. You're kind of putting on a little bit of a show for them too. And that shouldn't make you feel like you have to have stage fright or anything. But again, it's just one of those things that you calm down, relax and go, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And I love what David D actually says here. You know, if you get any resistance, like, well, you know, I'm at work or whatever, just say, Hey, it's okay. I don't know you. She could say anything like that. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Write down your mm-hmm. number real quick. We don't have any time. And then just kind of wink at her like a knowing wink, you know, not a flirting wink, but like, you know, I gotcha. And then she'll answer the phone when you call. I think that's really all there is to it. I think you're absolutely dead on the money, Michael. We just get all wadded up and we wonder, what do I do? What should I do? How am I going to take this 10 minute process of, you know, all these routines I've learned and, you know, winnow it down to 10 seconds? Relax and be human. That's the I'm not a big fan of routines anyway. I'm much more a big fan of just kind of being direct and being like, yeah, I find you attractive. Big deal. <laughs> right? Exactly. Like, like that's the fact of the matter. You're a beautiful woman. That's the fact of the matter. Right? Rejection is not a problem if you never set yourself up to be in competition with women you're in front of anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. We have a practice around here of giving guys whose voicemails are selected to be answered on the show a cool prize. Great. And Brian and Charlotte, this is going to be no exception. So uh, tell us what you have for Brian, Mike. Well, I was thinking we'd be kind of generous with Brian, actually. And I was thinking I would give Brian – yeah, I'll give Brian both my Text Your Wife Into Bed program. And Brian, whether you're married or not, don't worry about it. It's called Text Your Wife Into Bed. But uh, the sheer number of guys who are single who have used that program with a tremendously good effect, uh, I, I could fill an entire hour-long podcast just talking about them. Um, but I also want to give you my newer program, the program that I actually just released a few weeks ago as we're recording this, which, uh, of course, Scott was kind enough to name for me when I came up with it, which is Oral Fixation, Why She Hates Giving You Head and 
and how to get her to love it, um, which is also getting tremendously good reviews. And we've sold several thousand copies of that at this point um, with guys all saying that it's uh, basically the magic key to turning any woman into a, uh, well, a, a oral sex enthusiast, I suppose would be the nice best way of saying it. Yeah. It's a great, yeah. great program. Dude, definitely. you're a motorcycle enthusiast or a fishing mm-hmm. enthusiast. Her, She's an oral sex enthusiast. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, exactly. let me tell you something, Brian. You can think of that first program as more like how to text the girl you just met at Pep Boys into bed mm-hmm. sometime in the near future. It'll all work it, on any it woman. Seduce her with your cell phone is one way of looking at it. You know, How to seduce any woman with just by simply tapping out a message on your cell phone. Outstanding. Outstanding. Well. And we're going to cover oral fixation in detail. Mm-hmm. relatively quick here. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, Brian, those are two great programs. So I want to tell you guys how to get your own copy of either of those programs. I've set up a special URL for you. That's www.thechickwhisperer.com front slash oral, O-R-A-L, for oral fixation. But here's what you need to know. When you get on that page, you're going to find links to both Text your wife or girlfriend or girl at the Pet Boys mm-hmm. or girl at the Target or Starbucks yep. into bed. That's too long mm-hmm. a title. Yep. And also oral fixation. You'll be able to check out both of those from one link. I've set it up uh, through the magic of modern technology. Good stuff. And guys, if you want to leave a voicemail just like you heard a fine example of on this show and possibly score some cool prizes for yourself, even as you get your question answered by world-class experts like Michael Fiore – It's really easy. As a matter of fact, we need more good voicemails from you guys. We're not getting enough of them lately. I know there's like 20,000 guys listening to this show every time there's an episode, so there's no excuse. There's no problem. Nothing's going to jump out of the phone and bite you when you call us. You can call us 24-7, 365 from anywhere in the world. It's plus one if you're outside the United States. And hey, guys, if you're outside the United States and don't want to pay the toll charges, Skype out. No problem. Plus one. Area code 210-362-4400. Once again, plus one, 210-362-4400. When you call, you're going to want to state your question succinctly, concisely, and in a way that we can understand what you're talking about. Make sure there's not a lot of extraneous noise going on. Also, Keep your questions to those topics that are going to be relevant to as many guys listening to this podcast as possible. And also be sure to give us your name and clearly spell out your email address so that when you are awarded a cool prize, we can make sure you get it. And uh, that's what we're all about around here, guys. Go ahead and send us voicemails. Yours may be the next one on the next podcast. Now, Michael, something interesting happened to you very recently. (laughs) I've been kind of holding back on this the whole show. It's been right there in my back pocket, ready to pull. You were recently on the Rachel Ray show. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was quite an experience. Let me tell you. Yeah. Talking about texting your wife into bed. Well, texting the romance back, quote unquote. Yes, Beautiful. because because we couldn't. Um, the, the, the short story is, text your wife into bed is the original program, and I discovered that um, uh, I, I wanted to put something together that would also appeal to women and that was a little more mainstream friendly. If you say text your wife into bed, um, some people who are a little more anti-sexual perhaps would think that would be kind of a misogynistic thing. It certainly is not. If you go through the program, you'll discover it's a very, very pro-women program. But I created Text the Romance Back, which has all new material in it, and uh, got invited to go up here on national television and go to New York City and, and be in the studio with Rachel Ray, which was quite a trip, let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great mm-hmm. national media opportunity for you. Oh, golly, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And as cool as that is for getting your name out there and putting you on the national stage, I want to talk about Rachel for a second. <laughs> of course, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I had this thing for Rachel back then. Like, <laughs> you know, like we're talking like, 2002, I guess, you know, right when she first got on TV, man, that chick seemed like all woman to me, especially Mm -hmm. after she learned to like stop talking such a gruff voice and, Mm -hmm. and be a little bit more feminine, you know? Yep. Sweeten it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I got to tell you, you know, lately the past few years, it seems like she doesn't do it for me quite as much as she used to. Maybe it's Mm because I got a great woman in my life or whatever, but you know, what's she look like in real life? Um, you know, she's pretty hot. I gotta say, really? actually, you know, she's in her early forties now, you know, so she's not like, you know, a 30 year old, you know, uh, you know, young woman anymore, but she's, is a very, very attractive woman. Very, very charming. I, I, you know, sat down next to her and, uh, um, she's, she's a good looking girl. I gotta say. Yeah. Now when the, uh, commercials come on and the red mm-hmm. light goes off, 
on the camera? Is it like all of a sudden she turns into like this virago of a bitch mistress or is it pretty much like what you see is what you get? You know, she's actually very, very direct. And, uh, you know, I didn't get to spend a lot of time chatting with her. She's shooting, I think, three shows in one day or something like that. So it's all direct to tape and then it gets gone from there. But very, very charming. She kind of flirted with me a little bit when we were on camera and, you know, said I was a very handsome man and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I found her found her really nice. We had a good laugh and played with the audience a little bit. And there was a whole shtick where the, uh, the, the makeup guy I came over and was powdering my head during the middle of the segment, which was kind of funny. So it was a good time. Yeah. Did you text her in the bed? Uh, I did not. Though um, I did uh, end up using uh, some members from the audience, took some of my stuff and, and used it quite effectively. And uh, my favorite part of the entire thing was I gave them some text to use live on the air, some you know romantic texts that weren't quite as dirty as the stuff that I really like to get into with some of these guys. And uh, I walk backstage and this like, you know, six foot five African-American bouncer guy who works backstage and does security is like, man, I, I just I just texted my I just texted my wife and she got back to me right away. This is so cool. <laughs> So, That's yeah, it was pretty, pretty. It was pretty nifty having all these guys be like, "Oh my god, that crap really works." Like, oh yeah, it does. oh that it works. does work. You know, Emily and I had our first kiss texting each other. Ah, that's pretty funny. And I've told yeah. this story before, but for the benefit of guys who haven't heard it, Emily and I were basically sitting at the counter at a restaurant side by side and having this conversation on our second or third date, second date. Yep. And basically, you know how rude it is to like pick up a phone and like start texting somebody while you're on a second date with a woman. Mm-hmm. It's just the quintessential image of rudeness. Well, I looked at her, looked at my phone, picked it up and looked at her again and started texting. And, you know, you could just see like her get a little bit slack jawed. Like, man, I thought this was a great guy. What the heck is he doing? Mm-hmm. And I, I send a little text message and then I put my phone down and I looked at her like you were saying, mm-hmm. and she continued like, I can't believe this guy just texted somebody while we're like in the yeah. middle of this conversation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sure enough, her phone goes off and she picks up the phone and it says, I think it's high time for our first kiss or our first kiss is way overdue or something like that. And she audibly gives that little Emily (gasps) giggle, you know, and then looks at me and like, she shouldn't have looked at me like real girlish, like Mm coquettish, like look at me, look back like, Oh wait, it's like, we're not supposed to look at each other. Mm -hmm. And she kind of bites the lower corner of her lip and starts texting. Mm -hmm. And then she puts the phone down and like wiggles a little like anticipation. And then, you know, kind of does that inimitable look that women give like, you know, kind of bat their eyelashes a little bit, take a deep breath and go, okay. And so we were saying, and then my phone goes off and she just put like, yes, it's about time with a three exclamation point. So I just leaned over and kissed her, right? That reminds me of a concept I have in Text the Romance Back, which is, uh, I call it digital telepathy. Right? Oh yeah, beautiful. And this is, this is wonderful stuff, right? And this is stuff that you use text messaging when you're in the same room with a woman, similar to what you did there. But the way I like to use it is when you're at a party, when you're at like a baseball game, you know, your kid's baseball game, whatever it's going to be, a way for you to really build incredible, wonderful romantic and sexual tension with a woman is to send her messages about saying like, you know, something along the lines of stop it. And she'll be like, stop what? Distracting me. I'm trying to, I'm trying to watch the game or I'm trying to have a conversation here. Yes. And then you kind of write her a little messages saying, if we were alone right now, here's exactly what I would do to you. Yes. All the right? things that can't yeah. be said in context. Oh, you're in the same room. oh yeah. Oh Beautiful. man. It's, it's amazing stuff. And when she finally gets you alone, the things she will do to you. <laughs> oh so, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Same general idea. You're in the same yeah, room yeah. with her and it's something unexpected that just kind of shocks her out of the comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. And wakes her up. Cause again, people are bored out of their skulls. Most oh yeah. Of the time. A little like, creativity, yeah. a little exactly. creativity goes so far with a little naughtiness person. and that, and that little Jack Nicholson grin, you know, just being oh, yeah. like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Outstanding. Let's talk about a world fixation, man. We got to talk talk about about how to get these guys over the hump, literally. (laughs) I mean, yeah, this is going to just abound with innuendo. So guys get ready. Of course, of course. It's kind of inescapable. Mm -hmm. You know, here it is. Guys have this problem getting the amounts of oral sex that they want from women and the quality of oral sex they want. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think it's really any fun for a guy to get any sexual act performed on them by a woman or performed with a woman when she really doesn't want to be there. Mm -hmm. I mean, if she's just kind of spreading her legs because she wants a boyfriend and, you know, you kind of got her drunk and brought her home and she hopes you're it, you know, that's kind of pathetic. Yeah. You know, it reminds me of like, I remember I was chatting with one guy I know at the gym and I said, I have a program called text your wife in the bed. And it's, and he's like, Oh, I know how to get my girl into bed. I just got to buy her something. And I'm like, well, here's the deal, dude. If you buy a woman something, even something expensive, she might sleep with you, but it's very unlikely she'll actually enjoy it. 
right? And it's very unlikely she'll really be into it. When you're given the choice between like, oh, I can buy my way into a girl's pants and she'll do something out of gratitude, or I can turn her on so much that it's actually her idea where she actually gets as much pleasure out of having sex with me or blowing me or whatever it's going to be as I'm getting out of it as well, which would you choose? Well, you're going to get what you paid for. You're going to get what you paid for. I mean, when you go buy something at a store, what do you get for your money? Exactly. An inanimate object. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she just kind of lies there. She's like, are you done yet? Are you done yet? Are you done yet? As opposed to being like, okay, you want to be the kind of guy who exudes sexuality to her so much and understands her sexual mind so much that she actually wants to do things. Um, it's really all about the psychology of the blowjob. Right? It's all about the psychology of head, what goes through a woman's mind when she's going down on you, and how to actually reframe a blowjob from something that she thinks about like a chore. Like, oh, I got to give him head and I got to do the laundry. And they're about the same thing in her mind. And she's like, okay, is it over yet? So I can do something else because I'm just servicing this man to something that she actually looks forward to, to something where she actually gets physical pleasure out of going down on you because her you've woken up her mouth to the idea of being a sexual organ to the point where she gets psychological pleasure out of it because you've really established the power that she has and the strength that she has when she's giving you a blowjob, when she's got the ability to make you quiver and really make you have this amazing level of pleasure because of what she's doing, right? Um, it's all psychology. Sex in general, I mean, the, the biggest thing I can tell any guy is that sex is 99% mental no matter what, right? Both for men and for women. I think it's slightly more mental for women than it is for men. Um, but the physical pleasure of sex is actually a relatively small portion of it. If you can master a woman's sexual mind, you'll be able to give her physical pleasure in a way that you could never do. Um, you know, like I said, it doesn't matter how big your dick is. It doesn't matter that if you have like washboard abs, if you understand a woman's mind, you'll be a better lover and you'll get more sex than any other guy, you know. Even though the whole idea of getting oral sex is a standout concept because I think guys really just – there's another innuendo. <laughs> that standout concept, right? Standout, yeah. 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 So we want to we have a stand-up conversation about that standout concept. <laughs> uh-huh. um, what we're talking about here is a concept that guys can relate to really, really strongly because you know the whole idea of oral sex I think is pretty much – the quintessential example. But what you're talking about relates to anything sexual. Very much so, yes. I mean, guys, it all comes back down to like, you know, when we get a woman naked, enjoy the process. Just, just mm-hmm. rip her clothes off and jump on her. Enjoy every step of unwrapping her. Let her know you're enjoying it. Let her enjoy kind of doing a little wiggle out of her pants for you. Mm-hmm. She's got to have some sexual satisfaction out of this also. Mm-hmm. I mean, guys who are there for her pleasure – rather than just getting off, are guys who not only have women be sexual with them more often, but they're the guys who tend not to understand what we're talking about here. Yeah. You know, women not enjoying sex, where that are talking from? about? I mean, they love it. They she love wants it. it more than me. I mean, I can't yeah. get this woman to stop giving me blowjobs. She keeps mm-hmm. saying, can we go home now? And mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. I mean, they've got to feel like they're wanted. they got to feel like they're good at this. they got to feel like... They've got some skin in the game too, right? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, well, you know, Scott, the main thing is like to savor a woman, to make mm. a woman feel appreciated, to have fun with a woman and to understand, like to enter every relationship and every sexual experience knowing she's going to have a fantastic time. To me, the most pleasure a man can really get out of sex is in the ability to give women incredible pleasure, right? If you watch porn, for instance, porn is not in any way about a man's pleasure, Right. You're never actually watching like, okay, though, that guy's having such a great time. It's all about his ability to make a woman feel that way. Now, granted, porn actresses are faking pretty much everything. Right. So they're they're an interesting example. But psychologically, it's interesting to realize that as a guy, what are we really trying to accomplish? Yeah, we want to have an orgasm. We want to have that, that thing. But we really want to make her enjoy it. That's the goal to get her to enjoy it is the goal. And I know like when I was single and was kind of, um, slutting it up a little bit for a while there when I was single and dating a lot of women, you know, I had a lot of sex with a lot of very, very attractive women. I even got referrals, <laughs> right? I would have one woman I was sleeping with who would basically tell a friend of hers to call me up and we'd go have a really good time because I could approach it from a way of being like, I'm going to give her, we're going to have really, really fantastic, wonderful experience. She's going to have a great time and I'm going to have a great time. And the things, once you go into it with that approach, the things that women will do to you and 
for you are amazing because they see that you're coming at it from a sense of generosity as a, like I always say, it's all about like, I'm giving us an experience. I'm not taking something from you, right? If you feel like sex is you taking something from a woman, you're not going to have that much sex and she's not going to want to come back and do it again. If you see sex as something that's something that you guys are sharing or that you're giving to the two of you as a couple, whether or not you're emotionally intimate or not is really immaterial at that point. She'll come back again and again and again. We always talk about sexuality as men getting lucky or men getting some yeah, totally, and women yeah. giving it up. It's mm-hmm. because men focus on sex as it's the prize. Yep. But if you start focusing on sexuality and you know, here's something I've talked about before. If you focus on sensuality instead of sexuality, that will be credited to you in return as sexuality by the mm-hmm. woman. If you know how to make her feel, if you know how to get her senses going. You know, the whole candlelight and bubble bass as foreplay kind of thing. If you know how to engineer all that stuff so women have this full sensory experience, like a 360, Mm -hmm. 360 degree experience sensually, then they are going to get horny for you. And then, you know, like we said, Mm -hmm. bring out that playfulness. Don't make this so deadly serious. Let it be fun. So many guys dream and dream and dream about getting naked with a woman and having sex. And when they finally get to that point, they're so not used to it or they're so nervous about it or they're so like, man, I hope I don't screw this up or what do I do next? They forget to have any fun. It isn't even <laughs> – it's a chore for them. It's not and even they're, they're, they're in their head the entire time saying, hey, I don't want to come yet. I don't want to come yet. I don't want to come yet as opposed to just being like be with a woman. Be or I better woman. be able to get it up. I better be able to get it up oh, and then yeah, they can't yeah. even get it up. Mm-hmm. And they ruin the experience for everybody by mm-hmm. being so focused on the act rather mm-hmm. than focusing on the woman and what she might want out of this experience. Yes. With oral fixation, what I really focus on is – you know that program is about um, getting women to really love giving you a blowjob. But it actually – all the reviews that people give me, they're like, oh, my this is about so much more. You know, it's about so much more than that. I'm like, I know it is, but I focus on that one thing because I know it's something that guys really want and it's a result I can promise and get for the vast majority of guys who buy the program who actually try it. You know, there's certainly guys who buy, who get the program and then are like, oh, this won't work for me. I'm like, have you tried it? <laughs> have you I tried it sometimes? <laughs> I'm like, you didn't actually, or, or it's like, this is really basic. I mean, I'm like, have you done it? <laughs> right. Well, this like, is all common sense. It's like, it's all common sense. Exactly. <laughs> have you done it? Cause the guys who do it get amazing results. Like that's why we're here. Right. Um, but one of the things I really focus on is just like making oral sex into something fun for her. You know, the reasons women don't like giving head, generally speaking, it kind of falls into a few categories. Um, one is really simple, which is that guys are dirty, dirty beasts who never take a shower. Right. And a lot of women I've talked to will basically say, I'm not going to go down on him because he smells bad and things like that. Again, common sense. You'd be amazed at how many guys don't really think of that. I'm like, take a shower, clean up. But the more interesting, I was going to ask you about that, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a really, really basic thing, but it's something I have to put in the program because a lot of guys don't get it. The other things that really come up a lot though, um, there's, there's two things. One is that they have really bad past experiences with guys. And I attribute this to porn personally. I think it's because as guys, we are, what we, what we see as the perfect blowjob is usually something we saw in a porn movie. Right. And we imagine like, you know, Linda Lovelace deep throating us on the first try or some girl having us basically, um, you know, thrust powerfully into her mouth the entire time. And like porn stars are not regular women. Right. They're porn stars for a reason because they can do things that regular women can't. And most women, if you act like a guy does in a porn movie with a regular woman, which means either you're going to lay there like a dead fish and not do anything because the guy is not the focus or you're going to basically kind of abuse her mouth in a way. She's really not going to enjoy that. Right. She's not going to get into it. A lot of women I talk to and I I researched this program quite a bit. And um, I have a a thing called the blowjob interviews, which are a series of interviews I did with actual women talking about this concept, say that they a lot of them have experiences with guys who they they want to give head to who were really just, uh, you know, thrust into their mouth too much or, or just made it a really almost traumatic experience for them. Right, made it a really unpleasant experience for them. And what I lay out in the program is how to undo that trauma. Give us an example. Give us an example of how to undo that trauma. There's there's a couple of things to it. I have a couple of games in the program that I I let people play. They're really about basically waking her up to the idea of her feeling safe and powerful sexually. Um, One thing I do that actually I think is wonderful that works incredibly well, one guy actually wrote me yesterday and said it worked really well, is the concept of if you want her to suck your cock, um, and this is going to sound weird. You have to suck her cock first. 
right? Now, that doesn't mean go down on her and give her cunnilingus. I do think you should go down on her and give her cunnilingus if you want to get head, but that's a whole other thing. It's more about making the concept of sucking an oral kind of thing into something fun and sexy for her. And the way that I do this, that's been very effective in the past and that's worked for a lot of people, is to basically um, take her finger and use your own mouth on her finger, kind of go down on her finger, show her what you want her to do to you. And if you do it right, you know, sensuality is largely about expanding what you're touching beyond just the genitals or what you would typically expect. Um, me personally, I can get a woman incredibly turned on simply by touching a one inch square of skin on her inner wrist, Right. You can learn how to do that. It's actually very, very easy to do. You can get a woman incredibly turned on simply by touching one finger if you do it right. But what you're doing is you're basically making her feel this incredible level of pleasure and sensuality and fun by focusing on her finger, licking her finger, sucking her finger, that kind of thing. And you'll be amazed at how quickly she gets the idea and kind of goes, and it may be not right away, depending on how much damage has been done to this woman, because a lot of women have a lot of damage around oral sex, right? Um, but if you do it right over time, she'll be like, oh, I really like that. I really like that. And she'll start waking up to the idea of if this feels so good when he's doing this to my finger, how good it must feel when I do this to his cock. Right. And if she starts seeing it as power and something fun for her, she'll start seeing it as something she actually wants to do to exert power over you, to have fun with you, to really have a lot of great sex with you. Amazing. It's, stuff. it's really fun. And it, once, I, I, guys are also like, I don't know if I can do that because it sounds kind of, oh, well, I'm like, yeah, try it, buddy. See what happens. <laughs> right? Well, I'll tell you what, we're kind of running out of time. But, man, you've given guys so much to work with when it comes to empowering all of us as guys to really feel like, yes, you know what? We can be with a woman and not only believe that she wants to have sex with us, but basically help her get into that mode, get to feeling like she wants to be sexual with us too. I think you've really unlocked a lot of secrets to that. Mm -hmm. that and I really appreciate that. Again, guys, if you want to get either of Michael's programs that we've discussed here, either text your wife into bed or oral fixation, you only need to go to one link. That's www thechickwhisperer.com front slash oral O-R-A-L and by the way guys you know what Michael's got a lot of other stuff going on in the business world he has priced these things at bargain basement prices so you know you could get both of these programs and not be out a whole lot of money for it so I definitely say check it out before we go, I also want to let you guys know, if you're not on our newsletter list yet, you need to be. I poured my heart and my soul into every one of those newsletters that I send out for you guys. You can go to www.themansapproach.com and get yourself a free report on how to get the first date and score the second date. And it'll only take you about eight minutes to read that report. So you want to go to www.themansapproach.com. Enter your valid email address there so I can send you a report and start sending you the newsletters. You'll be connected to all the good stuff that comes at you for FREE free from XMI Communications. And hey, if you want to check out the Man's Approach program also, I've pretty much made that very accessible price-wise to you guys. It'll give you everything you need to know about how to approach women, make conversation with them, create attraction, and make plans to see them again, even if you don't want to be a pickup artist per se. Matter of fact, especially if you're a normal guy who doesn't want to be a pickup artist. Once again, thank you, Michael, for being on the show, man. Great content today. It's been a great show. Thank you so much, Scott. I really enjoyed it. And until I talk to you guys again on episode number 45 of the world-famous Chick Whisperer podcast, be good out there. The Chick Whisperer podcast is copyright 2009 by X and Y Communications. All rights reserved worldwide. Be sure to sign up for the X and Y Communications newsletter at www.thechickwhisperer.com. This is Ed Roy Odom speaking for The Chick Whisperer Podcast.